You're listening to a Sin Media podcast. Previously heard live on Sin 90.7. What is up, family? You're listening to Hot Sauce with your hosts, Dabs, Eldrin, and Jenna. You just listened to a fire track. That was Redbone by Childish Gambino. And you know, that iconic line, stay woke, because neighbors are creeping. You know what it is? And you know, it being in a movie like Get Out, one with like a relationship, an interracial yeah. relationship that kind of went sour. Kind of brings in the, the whole theme oh. of today, which oh, is you know that, that, that's when you got in your bag. You thought that really, you thought that all through, kind of, <laughs> oh, wow, <laughs> low key. But it's like yeah, you know, our theme for today is dating while black, dating as a minority, and our experiences out in the battlefield like that. And you know, I feel like some of us can test some experiences like that. You'll get to hear about that more in the show. I'm excited for the tea. I feel like it's different to have a girl's perspective and a boy's perspective, so I'm very interested to find out. No, I'm, I'm calm. It's calm. Yeah, it's <laughs> just the vibe. No, right? I feel like I'll just, just reporting on the streets. Yeah, this whole time, this whole time for the last couple of weeks, he's like, "Yo, yo, yo, bro!" Like, nah, fam, let's not do something. <laughs> let's not do this topic. Yo, yo, let's do something let's else. Do something else. <laughs> now we come. We'll have the discussions. We'll let you know what's happening on the streets. So this is what I think I'm, I'm very excited My stories <laughs> No, I got none No no dogging each other out though Oh, no, 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 no That's no. alright, it's alright But we have a killer track coming up next oh, We have man. brand new Some for the Great with Final Flop this We were talking tense. about this track in our little group chat Because it links very nicely to the discussions that we had last week about Homecoming mm. And Dabs' phrase, it's a homecoming, not a home visit. Yeah, exactly. you got to be at home spiritually as well as physically. Yeah. So lock into this track. Let us know what you think. Up next is Final Form by Sam for the Great. You guys are on Sin. What's well, going on, my people? How's it? What's happening? Oh uh, wait! How'd you go one? from Jamaican to South African? And that's like, the thing. No, I wanted two to, seconds. I wanted, to, I wanted to target all the, all the demographics. Now you didn't let me finish. The next one's gonna be Hola, cómo estás? How you going? Scandinavian, like it was oh. so weird. Oh no, no, it, it takes a little bit of time. It's all good. Anyways, anyways, y'all listening to Hossos with a fire, fire, fire tracks. Oh, let me let me run the tracks for you real quick. That was yeah. Final form by Sam, but a great damn. That's a heavy track. Um, and then twenty four seven with Meek Mill, Alame. That is that's been my bop the whole week, man. I'm telling you, twenty four seven Feldrin. Oh, oh man. okay. It's heavy. I heavy feel tracks. like Dabs is coming for me today already. I can sense it. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be back on these kind of like subliminal <laughs> messages. But okay. boys, what are we chatting about today? Our theme for today is dating while being black, being a minority, and what it's like being out here in the battlefield. But you know. It's not a battlefield, man. It's a battlefield, it's bro. It is. And I was talking about how our cultural differences differ between the people that we date and being black or a minority yeah. ourselves. So, how is your experience between that? You know, Eldrin, how do you see the game oh. at our age? Ah, oh, brother, let me tell you. Excuse me, did you did you say see the game? Like, is this what we're saying? We have to see if the streets are hot, you know? I have to see if the streets are hot for our people. And I can report... <laughs> And I can report that the streets were very hot for our people. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> nah, but lately, nah, but um, honestly, um, if we're starting here, like here as a mixed race kid here in Australia, um, it's very, it's complicated. I'd say definitely complicated. It's weird because there's definitely sections where it's like people are after you, like you know what I mean? Yeah, okay. yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's definitely races that like feel you and stuff, but then it's it's different on the other side. So. It's, what about you, Jenna? We know you're you're half Jamaican and half oh, Caucasian, yeah. but 
give us a little bit of a rundown too. How does the Jamaica swing free? Yeah. <laughs> First of all, I love the way that like Dabs threw this question out. He was like, "Yeah, we're going to talk about dating." Throws it out to like me and you first before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he tries to insist. He tries to insist the way it is before. Just to cover oh, his yeah. back, he's like, "Yeah, you lot can take the rap first, and then I'll come and be like, I have nothing to say. I'm a child." Cool. Let's move to the next segment. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like it's definitely different in lots of different ways. Like Eldrin was saying, there are certain people who I kind of like. Oh, you're you're like different. Like you're you're fun. Like you're exotic. Like I always say. That's the word. Yeah, the exotic. The thing I hate the most is being called exotic because I'm like I'm not a mango. Like I'm actually not. <laughs> but I understand. I understand. I get it. You know. There's not a lot of people around here who look like me or who have the same kind of mix as me. So to some people, it is really interested, and I don't have a problem when people are genuinely intrigued and genuinely interested. But sometimes it runs a little bit too far, kind of towards the path of like a fetish kind of thing. And、That's、I'm like,、true. nah, like I'm not here for that. But then there's also some people who are just not checking for me at all. They're like, nah, like this is just not their bag. And I'm like, That's fine. Like. It's understandable,、yeah. but I feel like I've experienced that a lot more in Australia than back in the UK. That's very true. Back in the UK, I got that racially ambiguous thing going on,、mm-hmm. so things the odds are in my favour,、mm-hmm. but not here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that works in my favour so good. Oh, just got curly hair, but like he's like light skins. I was like, hold on, <laughs> you don't know what's happening.、Mm-hmm. But so,、um, with our culture, how do you think that? That changes for our culture. I mean, for me, I what's different about our culture, like your culture, compared to other people? Yeah, I feel like for that you have to go into the discussion of like what is culture as well. Because I have my home culture, and then I have the culture that I got from New Zealand as well. Yeah. So from here, when I came here, it was kind of just like, oh, I'm New Zealand, but like I'm also. Zimbabwean. Yeah. So for some men, for some people, it's like, oh, cool, you're Zimbabwean. They're like, yeah, they'll come to that first, and they'll be like, oh, what are you? And they'll like, and I'll be like, oh, I'm from New Zealand. So when I first came, it was like, I'm from New Zealand. I came here like six years ago, and they'll、yeah. be like, oh, cool, cool, cool. But like, where are your parents from? They'll like, and then I'll be like, oh, Zimbabwean. They'll be like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. Oh, oh so God, then it's、no. on the next level. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool.、And、then you see their parents, and they're like a whole different wave, like. It's like okay, I see, I see this kind of vibe because a lot、oh, so、of the parents is on another vibe, where it's completely opposite. Yeah, and it's like okay, so this one's obviously you can obviously tell the influence of the parents trying to push them away from other cultures, and it's、yeah. like they've grown up in this area where they've, it's they've only really interacted with one kind of people.、Mm-hmm. So when they see someone else, they're kind of、yeah. just like, wow, this is completely different to what I've grown up in. Yeah, and people are always trying to reach out to cultures that aren't, aren't really theirs. But like、yep. it's cool when it's like a genuine interest, but you can tell it's kind of just like interest for the sake of it being different, or like a rebellion from their own parents. Yeah, it's so funny that you mention parents because I feel like whenever I'm meeting someone's parents, I have to give like a disclaimer. So like I'll always say、mean? to them. But do they know I'm brown? Like that's、oh. like, you have to check that first. Like I'm, I'm not looking for no surprises. You know, when、yeah. I open when they open the door,、yeah. say hello, and like maybe I'll, I won't go for the full curly hair that day or whatever. But yeah, I, I feel definitely different meeting someone's parents who doesn't have the same kind of culture as、yeah. me because it's all about whether you're going to be accepted. And I feel like we have big issues around feeling accepted,、mm. feeling welcomed, feeling you know comfortable. 
in our own cultures because I feel like for all of us it's very evident from the offset like you look at us yeah and you're like oh um, they're not the same as us no like, yeah. like we look different obviously but yeah it's all about feeling comfortable and feeling comfortable in your own skin and I think that is the most difficult thing when dating because I feel like initially people already you're you're like appearance is your profile straight off and you're giving off so much already mm-hmm, yeah because of the color of your skin yep. people will equate that to certain meanings and what they think that means and stereotypes yeah. and this that and whatever yeah. and so yeah it just makes it a whole yeah. different ball game exactly. so when you when you've gone into those situations how have you like sort of um like tried to make it easier can i answer this question yeah, yeah, yeah. I got I got lucky because I'm I got the dual dual citizenship thing. <laughs> Not really, but like since I grew up in New Zealand for so long, I can kind of just like fall back on the fact that I grew up in New Zealand. Oh, okay. Everyone finds it more fascinating that you're from New Zealand than like Zimbabwe, or like they'll be like, "Oh, cool, uh-huh. you're from Zimbabwe, but you grew up in New Zealand. Like, tell me about yeah. New Zealand more. Do you like New Zealand better than here?" Then it's kind of like, oh, cool. Like this oh, is a conversation. So New Zealand, like, it's it's easier to have the conversation about New Zealand. Yeah, than it oh. is for Zimbabwe, and that's oh, kind of okay. just something. Yeah, I could, I could see, I can see that though. Yeah, I can definitely see that. Yeah, for sure. but I feel like for me, I find it so hard because people are like, "Where are you from?" I'm like, I'm from England, bro. Yeah, England, it's England. It's pretty obvious. It's pretty my obvious. whole life, actually, like, where else? Yeah, but I'm like, I've lived in England my whole life, apart from like when I moved to Melbourne. I'd never lived anywhere else, and I always get that. No, no, no. Where, you Where are from? you actually from? <laughs> I'm like, oh, child, please. Like, no. Yeah. And yeah, I'm always, I always feel like people are digging for more. They're not satisfied with my answer. Mm. And someone said to me the other day, they were trying to, I was like, I like to play Guess Where I'm From because I know, I like to see people like yeah, squirm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then this guy was like guessing like so many places. Uh, and I was like, I'm from the UK. And he was like, oh, your town was really throwing me off. Oh, and I was oh, like, wow. it, is, it is possible, you know, like oh, it, it does work man. like that, like that. That is okay, but okay. That's crazy. It's definitely, definitely a difficult one that I kind of tiptoe around. I've tried different approaches. I've tried being like open and honest and like making sure, like I say, I give a disclaimer. And yeah. then I've also tried the like really not caring and just yeah. being like, this is me, kind of going forward, and I don't. I don't say anything rather than make yeah, sure that everyone it. yeah rather than address it loads I'll just say nothing and see what happens I don't know which one I prefer yeah I feel like now I'm in the stage where I don't say anything I'm just like it is what it is if you're yeah. weirded out by it or if it's a problem for you yeah. whatever like I'll dip but yeah. beforehand I would definitely be like okay but have you told your parents that I'm like brown, <laughs> brown. and so like, yeah, that yeah. I just don't do yeah. that anymore for you too I feel like it's a, it's a whole different bag though because you guys have like way more racially ambiguous than me so it's not easy for you to just kind of for people to just kind of like pick out where you're from straight away yeah, yeah. and it's kind of yeah. like that's where the whole question yeah. of where you're really really from yeah. though, like where your parents from because yeah. even like in my experience just hanging around with Elgin people would just assume that he's like halfy when he's not yeah it's just like anything anything goes but <clears throat> I feel like do you think do you think it's still like painted with the one one brush though like yeah. as long as you as long as you have color it's you're all painted the same brush anyways so kind sort of, of so sort of like okay cool you, you you can have the thing about oh, okay I don't know where you're from and stuff but at the end of the day I'm still gonna view you the same way that I view any other person of color mm-hmm. yeah like I there's 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 my daughter and then there's you cuz yeah like yeah. Do you know what I mean? yeah there's there's that whole one drop theory yeah. And the one drop idea that yeah. technically speaking, 
my mom is Caucasian and my dad is obviously of Caribbean heritage. Um, and obviously, technically, I'm 50-50. But you because perceive me, the way you look at me, black. yeah, because I have some essence of colour. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, no one yeah. would ever call me white. Yeah. But I get called black because I am mixed race. Yeah. And I think that's definitely what you're kind of hitting at there, Elgin, yeah. and what you're getting at is that yeah, you are totally pushed into that bracket straight yeah. away. It's and a I wonderful mean, bracket like, to I'm be gonna, in, but yeah, I'm not gonna say like, oh, I don't want to be in the bracket or anything. Yeah. But it's just like I just feel like yeah, it's, you, it, at the end of the day, we painted with the one brush. But I can't say that I had too much trouble in like meeting parents or like going even like with my friends and stuff like on that level. It's, oh, it's and friends is like a whole friends is kind it's of just like calm. oh yeah, calm. Yeah. But yeah, nah. I feel like that rap stand rap stand that up really really well actually that's crazy. <laughs> I've silenced you boys. I like that. That's okay. Yeah, but we got more coming. You got more, more coming. That's we fine. Got more cool more bits. Good <laughs> conversation topics. Oh you know how it is. But yeah. Since Wait, when you did you like my accent? I was like, what? Like you actually sound like you're from Birmingham. We got more coming. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. On that note, we are gonna jump into another track. You guys are here on Sin. Listen to Hot Sauce. This is OT Bob by NSG. Due to some confusing legal stuff, Sin can't podcast any of the fire tracks we play for you guys. If you want to listen to the tracks we spin, listen live every Thursday, 10pm till 1am on Sin. D'Angelo there with brown sugar. You guys are on Sin, locked in to hot sauce. They want some of our brown sugar. Yes, they do. We are talking about relationships today. We are talking about what it is like to date as a person of color. We've already spoken about our own personal experiences a little bit, have we not, boys? Yeah, we did. We spoke about culture differences, you know, what it's like to be out here in what I like to call the battlefield. <laughs> Elgin doesn't like that term, but like, I don't, know, I don't think battlefield, it's a battlefield, like, man. It's a battlefield, bro. Maybe that's the difference between your two experiences. Dabs finds it much more of a battlefield than Elgin does because Elgin's got the light skin chance to wrap him up. It's not even that, man. No, I don't. That's I'm not, not a battlefield because it's difficult. It's just a battlefield because shit is wild out here, for real. It is wild. People yeah, are I'm not going to. That's, that's definitely true. It's, it's wild. So it's just so. Uh, th- Power of Instagram has it's made it different. It's insane, yeah, it is. It's flipped the script. Mm-hmm. Screenshots flipped. The Everything script. you do is kind of just like on a like you're walking a thin line between just is this confidential? Or does this reach everyone on the streets, fam? Like <laughs> just straight embarrassment. But is that like a racial thing, or do you think that's more kind of a modern day sort of thing? Nah, that's just modern. That's day. definitely. Yeah, I feel like that's just, like modern nah, day. that's just modern day. Linking it to dating in particular. What about kind of what are your experiences dating as a black person in predominantly white spaces? Do you find that there are certain things that are set up not in your favor, certain things that are set up in your favor, or how do you deal with the stereotypes? It's literally like that whole saying of what is it? Black, the berry, the sweet of the juice. <laughs> the wild. black, the berry, the sweet, the juicy. That's, wild, <laughs> That's Elgin's favorite, favorite line. <laughs> Elgin's favorite line because it doesn't apply to him. Family. <laughs> I'm, I'm on both sides. Sorry, it's all good. So that that saying really just I feel like it influences the world in a very big way because people will look at me being 
the dark skin medium Nutella skin person that I am and be like, oh my god, she has the same skin color as Nutella. And yeah, that kind of just works out in a way that's like wild for me. Yeah. But for a lot of my friends, like I'll grow up in a high school with little like white friends and they'll be like, why yeah, is this happening? Don't say, did you just say little white friends? A lot of, a lot of white friends. <laughs> they said little white friends. <laughs> hold I was on. like, yo, hold on, hold on, hold on, cuz, nah, nah, nah. And they'll, they'll kind of look at me and when I, when I like enter a space and just chill and then people will approach me and they'll be like, oh, he thinks he's a certain way because of his skin color or he thinks girls are gonna treat him a certain way because of his skin color. But like, it's not really that. It's kind of just like, this is experience that I've had. And that's how I've created my personality around that kind of experience mm-hmm. to kind of like mm-hmm. safeguard myself and really just kind of learn from that where they're kind of like, hold on, what's happening here? Okay, I have a question. Are your DMs full of the eggplant emoji? No. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that that's certain... I'm not going to say it, you know, people, people know what I'm talking about. Do you think that certain <laughs> stereotype attracts people to you more so? Yeah... I feel like it plays a part, but it's not like a big thing. It's kind of just like it doesn't really come down. It's to not it a big thing, huh? Okay, hi, <laughs> hi, hey, hey, I'm being set up. I'm being set up. This is a uh, this is a mashup. This is a mashup, family. When you're like talking to someone just at the start, it's not really like a thing. Like it's not the initial factor that really makes them come through and be like, "Oh, this man's in the DMs." Like, I think um, you did that to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> but I think um, like dating as a person of color, minority. Um, you definitely know that the stereotypes are there and then people definitely have those views but it's your choice of like are you gonna are you gonna be oblivious to it you're gonna play into mm-hmm. it so yeah are you gonna are you gonna know one are you gonna be oblivious to it you're not gonna care about it you're not even gonna think about it are you gonna play into the stereotypes because there's hella men out here that just play into the stereotypes yeah. and have no problem being the token yeah being the to- token guy out there with all the hella white girls around him and he's cool with that and then there's the people that you just you just wanna fight that so I think there's like three different paths that you go down. I have a friend who got approached by a girl and he's black and this girl approached him and was trying to chat to him and was trying to like get onto him and he rejected her because he was like, you know what, like you don't actually know anything about me. Like she'd been with a black guy before and then she was trying to move to him and chat to him and she didn't understand like why he wasn't feeling it but he was like you don't know anything about me you've literally based my whole character everything about me you just think i'm going to be like this guy who you had before but like you know he's obviously going to have a totally different personality he's a wonderful person and she just didn't see any of that at all and he ended up getting the backlash for it like people didn't support him yeah like people around him didn't support him at all for standing up for himself and being like you know what i'm not okay with being tokenized Mm. i'm not okay with you just making all these assumptions about me and not really he's got so many interests that just weren't even taken into account the people around him like the people that backlash yeah they were like dudes if it's a guys yeah there was one of them was a guy and two of them were girls that happens with guys for sure i don't i don't know about i don't know about the girls but definitely guys if if dad told me he just turned some good girl down i'm gonna roast him for it but i'm like it depends like yeah yeah you're not gonna roast dabs beggars can't be choosers Hold on. But no, but anyways, like you were saying, like that's that's what I'm saying. There's a two there's a way you can go down to it. He could have easily played into the stereotype and just being cool with it and being the token, but he's not. So that's that's what I'm saying. You you can choose your path in this. Yeah, exactly. Obviously one path is gonna be harder, you're gonna you know, DMs are gonna be dry, but 
<laughs> How do you guys feel about preferences? So when somebody might say, "Okay, well, my preference, like just who I'm attracted to, are people of color, or who I'm attracted to are Caucasian people." How do we feel about that? Do people have the right to kind of give that sort of preference? A preference yeah, is a preference, no, really. But definitely, no. I, you have people definitely have you. You have your preferences, yeah. but it depends. Obviously, sometimes people are just like seasonal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like black is in now, so that's okay. That's my preference now. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Then it changes. Then it changes, and then now your preference changes as well. Yeah. You know like, how do you draw the line yeah. between you, really a preference and a, and a fetish? Even when like, oh, yeah, where true. people grow up as well plays a huge part in it. Because if you if you grow up in a in a predominantly like white area. You're gonna experience those kind of people, and that's who you're just gonna find attractive yeah. because of the mob mentality. And it's not until you come out of that space and inter- like interact with other people of different races that you're gonna be like, oh, yo, there's mad attractive people of like yeah. different races. Yeah. yeah. You know what doesn't like that I just don't get like at all. So look at the Kardashians, okay? Somebody <laughs> did a breakdown of the population of people of color in Calabasas, mm-hmm. and it's literally so so low. How have all of these women managed to get black men? Like, where are you finding this stuff? Like, what is this going it's on? A, it's in circles, man. It's, just it's the, not coincidence that, like, yeah. you guys all kind of... They're hunting. They're hunting. <laughs> hunting. No, but I think it goes <laughs> down to the whole mixed race baby thing. Like, Elgin's talking about trends and being, like, seasonal. Racial ambiguity is... Yeah, I feel like people are kind of wanting to to have mixed race children yeah. or to have like the, yeah. whatever is the desired race at the time yeah. of children and do we think people are wrong for that they're trying to control that and trying to wait what do you mean like people so are- when people have their preferences because i feel like those kinds of people would certainly argue that that's their preference and they have yeah. a right to have their own preference and i think that that's true to some extent but when it is to kind of you know when it relates to one particular race or like when yeah. when you when it's like you say when it's it's not consistent and when it's to fit in with trends and to yeah. what is supposed to be fashionable and yeah, yeah when, when it's, when it's mixed with race how do we feel about that it's not like no, you're choosing a handbag yeah choose yeah, whatever no. handbag you want i'm not gonna mind yeah but like us mixed race babies grow up you know like we become like <laughs> yeah. adults yeah you, you don't realize what you're doing at the end of the day but <clears throat> for some people it's a lot of it's like more fantasy though because i've met mad people high school growing up into university I'm just kind of like oh i want a black baby and it's like yeah but like no it's not gonna happen like mm. bro i was ugly like i'm not even gonna tell you like <laughs> i was like literally i was cute as a baby but like Middle school, high school, I was ugly, fam. <laughs> so don't be like going out there trying to get yourself a mixed race baby thinking you secured the bag because, you know. is <laughs> evidence, fam. I might. It I, don't I, work I, out. It is. It's true. It's true. I will admit that. I was I was a clapped ass child. And it's like, don't think that just because you're mixed race, you're safe from being clapped because it's not true. Uh-huh. No, I genuinely think yeah, it, it can't be a seasonal thing. Do you know what I mean? Because you're talking about people's lives here and you, yeah. you're interacting with people. So, yeah, it can't be a seasonal thing. And then you got it, like, if you have a fit, not a fetish, um, preference. preference. A preference. Um, how, deep, how deep does that go? You, you're just talking surface value, as in, like, okay, how they're looking, whatever. Yeah. All right, yeah. cool. But then uh, how people look also plays into their culture and stuff as well. Mm-hmm. So, you're talking about their culture as well and how they're being raised. Because, I mean, we're so different from other, like, Everyone's so different, so you can get you can get our sections like Zimbabwe or whatever, and then you get your white people, and then you're like, okay, cool, I like Africans, but 
the reason we look the way we look, the reason we grew up the way we grew up, the reason we dress the way we grew up, I mean the way we dress, is because of how we, we were We've raised. Grown up, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, if you're going to have a preference or whatever, does it play into that as well? I think it depends on your reason behind the preference. Because yeah. if someone was to actually challenge you on it and be like, okay, that's your preference, absolutely fine. But then ask you why you have that preference, I think that's where yeah. you find the issues. Because like we said earlier, somebody might be genuinely interested and genuinely intrigued yeah. by what is different to yeah. them. I feel like we all are. We've, we've, uh, we've met people we've exactly. met people like that for sure. Where it's like they've grown up grown up in a different place and then all of they they've, just kind of see all these people yeah. and they're like, yo, this is insane. Yeah, for whatever reason, yeah, yeah, for whatever reason, they've come around our circles, our groups, our people, and they've they've now now established this, and it's like they're into it. So it's like, all right, cool, I get that, one hundred percent. Yeah, that makes sense. But it goes down to what we were saying in the very first episode of the difference between appropriation and appreciation. Mm, So you can get some people who will genuinely appreciate that culture, and that will be the background of why they have that preference. Yeah. But then there'll be some people who want to appropriate and they've not got that same level of kind of research done to actually understand yeah. the background of the culture. Yeah, you watch They're a just few like Cardi- straight away, oh, that's yeah. cool. Or they'll watch do it to be like, they'll be like, yeah. Meek Mills, you know what I'm talking about, Migos, and then that's the, that's the aesthetic that you're looking for. Like, they'll be like, oh, I want to be like the Kardashians. Like, I want a, yeah. I want a black boyfriend. Come I want on, this. Gosh, or like, nah. do you play basketball? I play basketball. I like basketball. <laughs> do you watch NBA? Like, yeah. they just want that kind of like image, that archetype, yeah. that stereotype. Yeah, so I'm, yeah, yeah. It depends. Like, if as a person of color, you can play into those things. You cannot. It just depends on your how you want to do it. We will get on to talking about tokenism, boys, and the effect that that has mm. on us dating and making the conscious decision as to whether we want to play up to stereotypes yes. and be tokenized. But for now, we are going to jump into another track. This is Fire Squad by J Cole. You are locked into Hot Sauce here on Sin. Stay tuned. Man by Frost Tracks and Masego. There, you guys are locked into Hot Sauce here on Sin with Jenna, Elgin, and Dabs. Wagwan. Wagwan. This is Melbourne's hottest BME show. Boys, what are we talking about today? Oh, we're moving in. We're moving into the battlefield, the apparent battlefield that exists of dating <coughs> as people of color. Mm-hmm. Talking about the difference, you know? Yeah, dating as a black person in predominantly difference. white spaces, you know? Mm-hmm. The kind of cultural differences that we experience being minorities and black people in Australia and even like for Jenna's experience in the UK as well. Hope you guys mm. are enjoying it. Remember to check out our socials at The Hottest Source on Instagram. Yeah, check all of that out. And Facebook and Twitter. We're going to get on to tokenism, which we yep. kind of tickled mm-hmm. a little bit. You know, we're going to get into whether we should play up to that kind of tokenistic principles. And we're going to get into the effects of stereotypes. All that sort of fun stuff is coming up. Up next is Pedigree by Ari Lennox. Stay tuned for more chats. You guys are locked in to Hot Sauce and you're on Sin. This is Melbourne's hottest BME show, as we explained. Boys, tell the people mm. what they just listened to. What you just listened oh. to was Move Me by Muramasa Who and Octavia. Who put that track in there? Who, 
Who did? Who did okay. that? Okay, Elgin, you can hold your you can hold your trophy for today, but when the rest of my songs come in, you'll be like, "Yo, hold that on." That wasn't even that wasn't even the staff room. Sorry, Elgin, I'm uh, out of gold stars today. <laughs> if, I, if I had any, I'd, I'd give you one, but no, sorry. Can't okay. give him a gold star for every song you put in, blood. Relax. It's just flames, man. I'm just saying. Then before that, you listened to Hawaii by Francois Tunes. And that is a brand new track. So yeah. We are so excited just to be bumping out. that. Shout out. Massive shout out. If you missed it or you want to check it again, run it up. It's a huge tune. Support the locals. Check you know? him out on Instagram. Check him out on Spotify as well, mm-hmm. Francois Tunes. I'm a big fan. Listen to that like crazy. What do we have before that, though? We had Pedigree by Ari Lennox. What are we talking about, boys? What are we on now? The big theme for today is dating. Dating while black, dating while being a minority. What it's like mm. to be out here in the, the so-called battlefield. By me. That's a coin term by me. Don't steal that, Elgin. I know you will. I, I know you do it. You're ass, Clyde. I did it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good. What do you say? Elgin's a thief. So before we spoke about, you know, obstacles we face, dating as a black person in predominantly white spaces and, you know, some of the cultural differences that we face dating as a black person and a minority and, you know, our experience is that, you know, we can't speak for everyone, but we do speak for the experiences that we had. And if you really want to talk about your experiences or bring that on or don't be afraid to check us out on our Instagram. Send, Send us, us a, a DM. Send us a DM. Mm-hmm. Tell us how you are feeling man tell us what go on tell us your experiences we'll bring that out on the radio you know maybe we'll make a special post for you but boys i want to ask you to get more specific okay we chatted before a little bit just just a little bit Mm -hmm. about some of the things that we experience differently but if there are some people who are just joining us or people who aren't quite sure exactly what we mean what are some of the exact obstacles that you boys have faced trying to date in this weird ass modern world Instagram. 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 <laughs> what about Instagram? Instagram's the a eggplant fear. emojis. Oh, I will block you if you send me an eggplant emoji. Please don't. What about the eyes? What about eggplant plus eyes? No, just get oh, eyes no, sometimes. And I'm like, ah, all right, let me I don't mind eyes. entertain this I'm idea. Okay. Okay. Eyes. I don't mind like, eyes. I have yeah. eyes too. Eyes, yeah, cool. I'll send you an eyes back. I'm no, like, okay. I like that. No, eyes is all right. Eyes, eyes is, is cool. just good. No, to you know, know you're not chatting to Stevie Wonder. Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. I'm pretty sure Stevie Wonder still has eyes. They just don't work. <laughs> That's insane. No, but like I don't mind the eyes though. I'm good with the eyes. I'm good Just with let the you eyes. know that I'm out here. I'm looking. Emojis are another obstacle as well. That's another barrier. Because sometimes you talk. Emojis are a big thing. Even like for me, especially to communicating as like a black guy on the internet people don't really expect black guys to use emojis I don't, I don't use emojis I use like I'll drop like a one at the end of the sentence and then like sometimes you'll talk to a girl that uses hella emojis in the thing and I'm like am I supposed to like drop Yo, three emojis too hard for emojis <laughs> excuse me I use emojis I said as a black man okay Elgin do you use emojis nah see <laughs> okay no that actually kills me man my toxic masculinity won't let me <laughs> My favourite emoji is the cartwheel. I always use oh. that. That describes me best. I'm like, ooh, cartwheel. And I always change it to be like mixed race as well. <laughs> what gets me is when like girls who just fake down a lot mm-hmm. use they like use the mixed, mixed race, race emoji. emoji. I'm like, no, that's that's not that's not that how it works, unfortunately. Yo, I'm like, Yo, what are you doing? What are you doing? Right? <laughs> this doesn't belong to you, bro. <laughs> You gotta get that slider set all the way to the all the way to the left. Just leave that there. <laughs> no, mine's right in the middle. It makes, it makes sense. What about you, Elgin? What obstacles do you face? To give some direct examples. I just have a problem in general, just um, outside of my race. I just keep it to like people that look like me. Okay. Yeah. Oh, no, nah, I don't say it too much. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, 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 but you know, yeah, I just keep it to people that look like me because I, I feel like I can relate more. 
Okay. That's about it. Yeah, there there have been some times when you get like awkward conversations. There's definitely like miscommunications and things that don't quite match up. That you're a bit like, oh, okay, like that's a bit that's a bit out there. <laughs> or, yeah. or yeah, you don't know like how to how to approach it, how to mm. step around it. Mm. Nah, for me definitely it's like <laughs> I always have to like sit. No oh, man, that makes me sound like a fiend. But anyways, <laughs> nah, like you know, no, like. When, when people are around and stuff I always like have music playing and whatever like just a mood you know a vibe but yeah if you can't really vibe with the music and vibe you're not really, yeah. you're not getting into the mood then it's like uh, my cool. favourite one is hair <laughs> hair? Uh, well, difference with the hair the hair questions I feel like black boys they're not touching oh. your hair they're not trying oh. to touch your hair they know not to touch your hair <laughs> I act like I don't see hair you're right yeah no <laughs> I no. don't see it no it doesn't exist <laughs> <laughs> I stay clear of that conversation. Uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> you can you can turn up with the whole like you could be bold. I'm not even gonna. I'm not no, gonna. Don't mention I'm it. Not gonna don't say avoid anything. that conversation because there is no winning. <laughs> There's oh no. You could go pink the next day. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> oh, what? What do you do? Eyebrows different? Couldn't tell. Like I'm not, I'm not talking about it. Oh my god I've learned But then It's difficult And it's different Because if you Like dating a white guy I feel like They're going to try And run their fingers Through your hair And you're like That is not going to work Like don't do that Let's not try and do that Let's not Is this a general Like unwritten rule You don't touch the hair Like you just don't No but in my experience, back before I grew up my dreadlocks and I had like my like little just like curly mini afro thingy there'd be a lot of girls that like touch it and like you know how it's got like that weird like fluffy feel they'd be like oh my god this is so amazing and just like, like velcro yeah 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 and I'm like wait why like <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> oh no man oh no <laughs> my worst nightmare to run your hands through there and the weave come off <laughs> Is that no, ever that, happened that, to you before, Elgin? You, you, you have to just nightmare, man. pretend it doesn't How did you exist. learn? How did you learn uh, not to touch the hair? <laughs> you don't. <laughs> one, I'm just don't. telling you, the one time I was like, hey, yo, hey, stop. If, if you don't, <laughs> no, if you don't learn by like... If it's a weave, it can't come off. It's a wig that would come off. If it's weave, weave is I like... I think I meant the wig. Yeah, if you don't, learn, if you don't learn by like the, the end of like borderline adulthood, you're just kind of like, ah, this is too late now. Like, nah. it's, it's over. Like, Wait, what do you mean? If you're not like by 18, 19, you have to know these steps. Otherwise, ah, like you're you done for the steps. rest of your life, fam. Like it's over. <laughs> it's a madness. It's yeah. a madness. But I feel like it's definitely like an unwritten rule. Yeah, in, 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 with the us culture, in our black understand. culture, yeah, the unwritten rule. It's our don't. Black culture, you don't pool parties. Don't ask the black girls if they're going don't in go a swimming. <laughs> don't no, no, it's not happening. <laughs> Are you just getting your legs wet? <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Literally, don't touch the hair. If you take anything away from this conversation, if you ever want to date, you know, you never know. There might be some girls rocking the natural hair, but the vast majority of yeah. like women of color just don't touch the hair. Just please yeah. don't. Like, no. Yeah. That's been the main kind of like. I think that's the biggest takeaway. Yeah, yeah. In like dating, it's just like please don't touch my hair. Like, just don't. Even times like I switch my hair up quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes I will go ages like just with my natural hair. Yeah. And like I'm still like don't don't please don't touch my hair even though like it will be all mine. Yeah. And sometimes it's obviously not all mine. I'm just like yeah, just screw. Like what are you talking about? Like, mm-hmm. Or the best one that I love is yeah, like when people see me with like my natural curly hair, and then maybe I'll get a weave and I'll straighten it. 
and then they're like oh like your hair's like growing like I was like yeah yeah I just, I just straightened it like that was all it'd be like straight weave from like curly yeah. natural I'm like I just, I just straightened it that's all just straightened, yeah. straightened it that like yeah just it grew like length. a couple feet length. and it was cool like but it's mad though that we can't be like open and honest about it. It's such a big thing. I, I, I don't even. I don't even have that conversation. <laughs> no, I'm not no. even. Nope. Does it change Different your opinion? Different no? Does huh? it change your opinion like dating a girl if she doesn't have her own hair? Not really, because no. for my mama, like for my mama, no, I, I see that. I see that growing yeah. up, and it's kind of like, oh, this is normal yeah, anyway. You just learn. I remember the life. first time I saw my nan like without her wig, and I was like, "Jesus Christ, you have an intruder!" <laughs> <laughs> she had no. She she hit me with a double whammy though, because she had no wig and no teeth, and I was like, "Oh, oh my God, oh, have I been visited by a ghost? <laughs> like, what is going on here?" <laughs> but I think that's one thing that I don't know. Maybe it would be interesting to get a perspective from somebody not in our culture, like a Caucasian male. What do they feel about? How do like, they feel about that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because I've this often is... thought that, like, for me, the easier option is to date boys within my culture because I know they're not going to try to touch my hair; they're going to understand. Whereas I know that literally, if I date any guy, pretty much that's white, they're going to try to touch my hair. Mm. And it's how do you have that awkward conversation? Because I feel like they're not used to it, like you guys are. How do I have that conversation to be like? I touched my hair. This is don't go there. This is no. This is not Yeah. Or even like the food conversation. This food's another obstacle. That's okay. How so? One. Elaborate. Expand. Tell like, me. What Jenna was talking about with the salt and pepper thing. That's wild. Like oh, I, my my first telltale sign is like paprika. Because I, I feel like that's like 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 grade one spice. Like yeah, you yeah. you know how to spice the food. You use paprika. All right. Cool. Now what else? But like that's the first one. If you if I say oh yeah you put paprika in your chips like nah then I'm like ah just problem. <laughs> problem. <laughs> or they're like only when I go to Nando's. Yeah exactly only when Nando's. Oh yeah what do you get? I get <laughs> lemon and herb. If you get lemon and herb you're out of here fam. You're out of here. Barbecue. You're moving wild. The, the same friend that I was talking about earlier, I dogged him so bad on Instagram. I feel bad because one of the only like pictures or like videos I have of him. But we went for Nando's together before I left, before I came to Melbourne. And the man got lemon and herb. And I have never roasted anyone so hard in my life. <laughs> to the point where like, I had to put a disclaimer on a few days later when I found the hot sauce in his kitchen. I was like, it's okay, everyone. He has taste buds. It's all right. It's okay. But yeah, I, I did roast him hard for I, that. Yeah, I don't mind it. Like, if we, I don't mind if you, we go to Nando's and you have lemon and herb. I don't mind that. As long now, as you put the, the hot sauce on it Yeah keep well. No but just keep the lemon herb on your side <laughs> I keep mine on my side And we don't mix things That's, that's <laughs> the only thing And then you can have some of the hot sauce Like have the hot sauce Like it'll change your life But other than that Don't get the lemon and herb this side What's your favourite sort of time To go to Nando's Aldrin? Uh, why? What do you mean? Time? What? <clears throat> I don't know I don't take people to Evening? Nando's. Do you have a particular time That you like to go on dates? <sighs> For me, it's about 6.30. Here we go. This is 6.30 by Gecko and MSG. You guys are locked in. It's a hot sauce. Stay tuned. It's a look by Lakey Lay 47 and 6.30 by Gecko and NSG. Those are the tracks that we just spun for you mm. on a hot sauce. Melbourne's biggest BME show, which are hosts Dabs, Jenna, and Eldrin. Let the audience know what we've been talking about tonight, guys. Ooh, we, we, went, we went hot, heavy, and mm-hmm. hard, as always. Talking about relationships and yeah. what it's like to date as a person of colour. 
The tea is hot and the tea is being spilled. I'm, I'm learning about you boys tonight. I really am. I'm learning. It's a lot that we're really just like scared to say on the radio right now. Like I'm like, ooh, can I say this? Not really. Like maybe I'll say it off air, but ooh, it's a, it's a big bag. It's yeah. a big bag. It's yeah, a big bag, but it's an important bag. Ooh, it's an important bag. Yeah. It is. Yeah, it really is. Dating is something that affects us really. And it's like, this is how we're really tackling this world from our perspective as well. Being 18, 19, 20, 21 is like, like the high point of like, cool, you're really getting out here. You're meeting new people. You've got to date. Oh, yeah. And first steps into the game. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. Well, yeah, for you. Some, some people whining at like 14, 15, 13. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and it's kind of like you're really going to experience this and in an environment where you're culturally aware as well of mm. being who you are and how that affects and how other people are going to view that as well. So we've been talking about, you know, obstacles. We've talked about obstacles before that we face being culturally black, being minorities. We spoke about... We spoke about hair. That was funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> How fierce. Elgin's, Elgin's snatching wigs. <laughs> we well, spoke about... in the game, Elgin's now. been snatching the wigs. That's, that's what's been going on in Elgin's dating life. Elgin said, yeet. <laughs> we spoke about... We spoke a little bit about the lemon and herb addiction at, at Nando's. Don't come with that energy. No. 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 Hot sauce only. I feel like lemon and herb gets placed in the same bracket as mayonnaise on this show. Yes. Yes. Definitely. Mm-hmm. That's, that's where we're sure. going with this. We that's, don't know. That's no lemon and herb, no mayonnaise. Bandits, all of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to have any of that. Oh, God. But we have more important chats to have, do we not, boys? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. are going to look at tokenism and the effects that tokenism had. We spoke a little bit earlier about whether people have the right to say that they have a preference and whether preferences get a little bit different when they're in relation to race in terms of a partner. Because yeah. as we said, we're not handbags, you know? Mm-hmm. No no one is. So is it a bit different when someone is like, I only date black guys, I only date white guys, or I only date white girls, or what are your thoughts on this kind of preference and also on tokenism? I mean, I've been there. So, like, before... You know, every young kid always going to be like, yo, sick. Like, I don't see the problem with that. Imagine imagine just having, like, a whole group of girls just like you because you're black. Like, I can, I, I totally, good I mess with that. With that. Imagine I'm good that. with that. Oh, I'm my fine. God. Like, like, what a hard life that must be. Exactly. <laughs> oh like, God. I'm like, oh, no, life sucks because I'm being targeted by females because I'm black. And then it started happening to me. Like, Dab strokes back his head. And I was like, oh, no. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this is, is rough. a rocky bag. <laughs> Don't. But it's like... Oh, caramel kids. You can tell. It's kind of just like, nah, this is not the vibe that we're on right now. Like, they'll be like, oh, I play basketball. Do you play basketball? And they'll be like, okay, yeah, yeah, I played basketball at one point in my life. But they're like, do you play now, though? And it's kind of like they're looking for one type of person. And <laughs> it's like, cool. So they can walk around and be <laughs> like, I have this guy here. He played basketball. Oh, my gosh, he's black. He comes from Zimbabwe. And like, <laughs> look at this. Have you ever been to Zimbabwe? What's a Zimbabwe? Like, do you really know? Why like, are you making <laughs> your sound, sound like she's like sponsoring you right now, bro? See? <laughs> 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 See, it's insane. That does not make sense. Look at him, man. Look at my new black man. <laughs> I definitely, I, yeah, I definitely, like I said earlier, it depends. Like, I, it's, it's there for sure, and it just depends if you're willing to play into it. There's the, these guys are all playing into it for sure. I think it takes a level of maturity and also a level of security. Mm. So, when I say that, I mean that you get to a certain age where you realize, I think the two come hand in hand. With the maturity, you get that sense of security whereby you kind of realise that you don't need to accept that attention. Yeah, that you, can, you can be alright for this next, you know, 
the season where it's cold without anyone in your DMs. You <laughs> yeah. can go on it with the winds without a cuddle up. Yeah, you kind of change your mentality when it comes to dating anyway. I think that there's certainly been a time where I would have been happy to play up to that kind of stereotype or to be tokenized whereby have somebody chat to me, whereas I know that they're not chatting to me because of my wonderful intellect and personality. It's because they're like, oh, like, you're exotic, you're yeah. maple pecan, cinnamon maple queen. Pecan. Um, <laughs> and I would have played up to that and I would have been like, okay, like, yeah, yeah like, definitely I'll chat to yeah. you. And now, now I've become older, yeah. wiser, I'm more conscious of that and I'm more like, no, I don't need to just accept any attention yeah. that I receive. Let me just accept attention that actually is for me and for my personality, not just because yeah. of the way that I look. Yeah, yeah. No, that's for, yeah, for sure. I think, yeah, I think I've, yeah, that's the wave that I've been on for a minute now. It's just, <clears throat> I'm, I'm so far from that, that type of um, vibe where you're okay being the the Migos or listening to the Migos and that in your playlist and stuff. And I'm so far from that that I can't even really identify with those people that do that, where it's okay for you just to be mm-hmm. a token and you accept the fact that you're getting subject what's it objectified objectified yeah that's the word objectified for one thing what about you dabs what's your kind of perspective on the matter i mean like being someone i was like oh cool i've been there like being like someone that was like cool when i grow up i'm gonna be tokenized and like being in high school being like an idiot like that yeah, and then yeah in, everyone i think all guys go to yeah we like i'm cool with that. and then when you actually go in and it's like wow this is wild like it, i can understand why people like say no to this kind of stuff and don't really like yeah. vibe with this energy now i'm kind of now i've grown from that experience and i'm kind of like yeah now nah, i need to like learn and really just kind of vibe with myself and learn to really pattern up yeah pattern up what about the opposite side to the coin so what about if you liked a girl and you kind of tried to pursue her and she was like i only date white guys how do you feel about that kind of preference when it's not in your favor how do you feel about that well the preference is fine like people have preferences 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 (laughs) and it's like it's not really a big deal. Yeah, it'll cut. It'll sting. It'll cut. It'll be like, cool. All right, fine. All right, cool. Wait, wait. At least you're like racist with your chest, fam. Like, <laughs> but is that racist though? It's not. But that, like, in the in the heat of the moment, you're always gonna Definitely be like, not. there's always gonna be. Le- you're always gonna be like, oh, is there levels to this? And like, sometimes it will. Sometimes it won't be. But sometimes it'll be like they've grown up in an environment where they've never really got to interact with someone like me or someone's black, yeah. and yeah. it's like they have really no mental choice to kind of step out of their band like what is it boundaries yeah yeah, yeah or their it, comfort zone yeah it gets sticky though when we try to analyze like is that racist because we wouldn't argue that if somebody said that their preference was in your favor if like a white girl was to say oh i only date black guys we're not going to call them racist so we can't call them out and like if it's the opposite way yeah if they're then like oh and like white guys doesn't how does that work i feel like it's it becomes more of like a racially charged statement when they go if they go oh i don't like date white guys i don't date black guys it's fine like that's full stop it's calm but if they go i don't date white guys because or i don't Mm, date black guys because then it's like you have this preconceived notion and especially if you haven't dated someone of that race it's like this is all built on stereotypes you've never actually been with anyone of this race that you can build these statements on Yeah, and I feel like the people who are like, I only date black guys, that's because it's fashionable. That's because... The Kardashians babies. Yeah, and this, that, and whatever. And then you get the people who are like, oh, I only date white guys. That's because that it becomes a lot more negative. Mm-hmm. The people who are saying they only date black guys, they won't necessarily think negatively of white guys. But I think the people who are saying they'll only date white guys, they think negatively of 
like blanket or black people. Do you mean that they think negatively or like other people perceive it as they think negatively? I don't know. You can't speak for everyone. You can't generalize, really. It is hard, but I see what you mean. It's kind of charged in a different way. Is I think what Dabs is getting at Mm-mm. is that there's a lot more kind of venom it's behind to, the Yeah, yeah. When it no. goes the other way, I've seen. Yeah, I've been around so many, um, like so many women of color and stuff that I've said the wildest things about dating white guys. Yeah, where it's like I won't date with the white guys because of this and that. It's so like they're, they're the maddest stereotypes. But I'm like, all right, cool. I'm just gonna take it. I'm not gonna say it. I'm just like, all right, cool. That's weird. But it's and then on the flex. same, even yeah. on yeah, on Twitter all the time. You see it all the time. Like a black Twitter is like, oh, would you rather would you rather do this or be reborn as a white person? And if someone said that about black people, the internet would go crazy. Yeah. Their whole school, they're losing their job. Everything yeah. it's on the news. Like social yeah. media is blowing up. But because a black person said this about a white person, people just kind of like ignore calm. it and it's just kind of like, oh, yeah. it's calm. Yeah. But I definitely, yeah, I definitely think it's it's not. If you have your preference, it's not racist. But I guess it just it depends on the individual and their own circumstances on why they feel that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like so long as you can back up your preference, it's difficult yeah. because, like I say, when I was younger, there'd be certain times where I'd be willing to accept it when it was in my favor, and then sometimes when it's not in my favor, you're a bit more like harsh about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I was saying to you boys before, like I know a guy who will. He outright says like his preference is like women of color and yeah. like specifically mixed race women, and I don't have a problem with that because I'm like cool, like I'm here, like I'm yes. in light, hello, <laughs> falling line, hello, <laughs> kind of thing. I'm like okay, cool, yeah. but then I I have to step back and I have to look at things differently and be yeah. like, how would I feel realistically if we were to look at it in the sense that you know that wasn't to fit me. I think maybe I want a Miley Cyrus, bro. I think it's a bit. I think it's a bit different when you talk about um, when it's about specifically mixed race or like specifically, yeah, specifically mixed race. Instead of saying like I date people of color generally, I think mixed race it it plays to a very specific type of person. Do you know what I mean? But then even there's levels to us as well because black there's different shades of black as well. That's what I'm saying. Like if if you say you like if if you say like you like um, mixed race. Like yo, what shade? Which like, one? Which like, shade? Exactly like which there's shade? mad shades here, cause like and there's so many different going? mixes. Like which yeah. mix do you want about? So if you're telling me this girl is just cause she's like two two times darker, it's it's a no. It's yeah. a no. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's I like, the mixed race thing's a bit different. Even like there was at a least that's of, what I've come across. Yeah. And you can tell there was a period of time. I think it was 2013, 14 when like. Tiger, Drake, Chris Brown, no, like a bunch of light skins yeah. in like popular media, and you could tell people were going, people were moving mad at this. They were like, "Yo, I really want a man like this. I want a light skinned guy." Yeah. And then now, when like Gunna, all these guys start coming up dark skins, now everyone's moving to the dark skin wave. Like yeah, it's the exactly. seasonal thing that everyone's talking about right now, and it's kind of just some point, some points, it's gonna be like more accepted to be yeah. darker than this, or pre- yeah. the preference will change. I found, I found definitely with. Um, people I've come across and it's about the whole light skin thing I found that to be the way they've looked at it is more tokenish to me yeah at least that's the way that I found where it's like oh you light skin okay cool that you fall into that tokeny type thing yeah but the funniest thing that I find is that I feel like unfortunately within our own culture sometimes the colorism is real internally yeah as opposed to externally as we spoke about before the whole one drop thing I feel like to white people I'm just black like I'm, I'm just yeah, black it's true we're, black, all, we're all just black yeah. but then to to my own community 
that's why There's I first learned levels. about being light skinned, yeah. being dark skinned. I had no idea. I've beforehand. never been called light skinned by a white person. Mm. No, no. I it's, don't think you would because to them, I think you're, them, you're just black. Yeah, exactly. But it's completely mad though because, Kim, like, even for me, I'm not super dark, but I'm not super light. I'm kind of in the middle. Yeah. I'm brown. So when I see people. Light skin. Dark is light skin. <laughs> when I see people you that. You call are, yourself. I'm not, <laughs> I know. No, I know. I was giving that. I know, <laughs> no one's giving that to you. But when I see people that are, like, darker than me, like, Sydney's people, like, I went to school with a Sydney's kid and he goes, yo, light skin. I'm like, I'm not light skin, bro. But he's like, to me, you're light skin. And yeah. it's like, that's the maddest statement yeah. to me because I've grown up with people with my color. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why I find it weird when people say, "Oh, I like, I like um, mixed race or like stuff like that." It's like, bro, what, what shade are you talking about? Here? Yeah, it's, it's mad shades. Maple pecan, cinnamon, <laughs> Caribbean crush, hazelnut, Nutella. coffee, <laughs> Nutella. I've never known like any kind of other racial group be compared to. I was, I was saying to Daz before, like, do do I look like a Dulux color chart? Are you painting a living room? Is that what's going on here? to like compare me because I was saying that somebody called me maple pecan like described my skin oh, tone as maple pecan maple pecan and I was just like bro like That's Jenna correct. is fine like yeah. <laughs> Jenna is okay let's just leave it at that yeah. but yeah it's weird the whole like tone thing that like trying to compare tones and it is internal and external as well but it's just wild like it's mad like you would never see that happening mm. in other spaces and in other places Mm. I think I don't know I think it might happen In other cultures But we just don't know about it No true, I, no, it, it does In um, We have a lot of Indian friends At uni And in their culture It's, Dan, it's yeah, insane Oh like, good yeah I yeah, was talking about um, I did a presentation At uni oh, okay. This week About ethical beauty And about the ethics Behind beauty mm. And saying that It's not enough Just to produce Ethical products We need to change The ethics behind it Because we were looking At fair and lovely Like as a product So if you boys Don't know Or it's anyone listening Doesn't know yeah. It's le- it's legit skin lightening cream, and where is, it? Where, where, where is this? In it's mainly in like they have it in India and like yeah. other Asian cultures, um, where it's literally a product that you can buy like in the supermarket. Skin I found bleaching. it on Amazon. I found Basically, it on Amazon. Skin yeah, yeah it's full on like bleach for your skin, and it's crazy because um, there was a picture circulating on Instagram about all of the finalists for like Miss India, I think, mm-hmm. and, and they just all light. look so Western. That it's like, hold on, how have we got to this stage where we totally disregard our own culture's like natural features that are mm. so beautiful in their own right, yeah. but because we've con- been conditioned to believe that Western beauty standards mm-hmm. are the epitome of beauty, that it's so crazy that you can just see that filtering through like yeah. everywhere. Yeah, no, the, ble- the bleaching thing is, is mad. That's another level. That's why. That's why I'm saying I definitely think that the whole colorism thing de- is definitely there through our culture, but we just don't know about it. Exactly. Mm. I feel like that's a that's a good way to wrap up this one. It Before is. That. We'll get on to colorism later on. Later yeah, on, but for now we're gonna jump into another track. Right. It's pine and ginger. Pine and ginger. Wow. <laughs> I said, listen, boy, I'm focused. I said, me, I drink pine and ginger. <laughs> go by Wayne Wonder there. You guys are locked in to Hot Sauce, Melbourne's hottest BME show. And you are here with Jenna, Eldrin and Dabs. Boys, boys. You that cannot was, say you didn't yeah, enjoy Wayne Wonder. Fire trucks now. You can't you say you didn't enjoy Pine and Ginger. 
what was that? Pine and ginger. Nah, we had open and close as well by Mr. Easy and Diplo. That was a track and a half and really fits in nicely to what we've been chatting about today because we are talking about relationships and dating as a person of colour. Wait, which track relates to that? Open and close. Castle. I, see, this is what I was thinking before. I was like, okay, Jenna's got some beef with this song, but no, I don't know why. No, because this album is called Lagos to London, okay? Okay. Uh, so it was huge when it came out yeah. with everyone back at home because I feel like that is a big comparison trying to compare those two things. When you look at relationships and when you look at dating as a person of colour, I know a lot of people who, to them, that's two parallels drawn there, the whole dating within their like motherland community, mm, yeah, dating, yeah. you know... Yeah, within I have very like Nigerian friends that I will speak to about dating and relationships and their ideas are so different and trying to combine that with London and what it's mm-hmm. like in the UK and our perceptions on dating it's crazy like it's a mad mad mix but I know that that album was so big for a lot of my friends mm-hmm. And especially my African friends, my Nigerian yeah. friends, because yeah, Lagos to London, that that link is getting stronger, which is great to see. Yeah, that's a massive link for sure. For sure, for sure. But boys, we were chatting before the break about tokenism and preferences, and how we feel about people having racial preferences when it comes to dating. And we spoke about tokenism and whether we kind of agreed. Or whether we whether we decided to play up to tokenistic yeah, principles stereotypes. or yeah. nah. Do you want to give into the kind of token of are you, you're like that guy, that black guy? Do you want to be that black girlfriend, that black boyfriend, that that kind, that, that person can carry on like a handbag? And what it's like <laughs> not being that handbag, you know what it is? <laughs> what about the kind of like effects that that's, those stereotypes have? you know us either on us as individuals and us personally or what do you think about the effect that has on maybe our community in general see i feel like the more people that play into that stereotype only perpetuates that stereotype you know there's some stereotypes that some people that you can't really like there's one particular stereotype i'm not gonna say here but like you can't you have no choice about that one like it's like it is or it isn't and it's like the more people play into the other stereotypes, it's more people kind of like want to deep the other ones, and it's like, oh, are these real? Like, just like the other ones are real. Hold on, like. But I feel like this, just like what we mentioned before in our homecoming episode, everybody's different. Just like how everyone's influences are different. Like I've grown up in New Zealand, and I've grown up here as well. So my culture and my experience and my just kind of the way that I act might be different to someone else so for yeah. example me and Elgin will have like a big difference as well since Elgin spent mad time in Zimbabwe compared to I did yeah. you think black is black? yeah like what were we talking about before with seasonal the seasonal the seasonal preferences so yeah. I feel like it's definitely it's in like, season it's in season to be black like if you go out like for a little bit you could walk around and pick up any honey just on the fact that they were like oh yeah have a look at this <laughs> <laughs> moving so wild I didn't say me I didn't say me did I say me did I say me at any other state at any point in that statement you don't no. pick it up any honey no I didn't so oh, there you go okay, it's a general okay, statement okay. blood okay, relax okay, okay, okay. Calm. Okay, no, I'm just checking I'm just checking Calm. if you're moving in the streets check I'm in, not moving in the streets like that past. I'm not replying to your eggplant emojis relax okay alright Redeem yourself. Continue. <laughs> Not Karen, Karen. You've made me lose my mojo. Now I'll just take this one. Mojo. <laughs> the mojo. Okay, the mojo is wounded. All right. 
Now, I feel like it is definitely true what you boys are saying that it's hard to keep up with this cycle of trends and to sit there and be like, am I genuinely being appreciated or is it just what is in at the minute? We spoke about the whole racially ambiguous kind of thing and I feel like Elgin and I tap into that nicely. I go on holiday like in Europe. I can pass as Spanish. I can pass as being (laughs) from Morocco. I'm down for like so many different nationalities that yeah I, I can I'm like a chameleon basically a racial chameleon <laughs> that I just blend and yeah. I feel like it's easy it is easier because yeah you can you can fit a lot of flavours if that makes sense <laughs> but I'm definitely of the opinion that I'm not looking to try and fit somebody's flavour I'm mm. not looking to try and be someone's fashion accessory yeah. I'm a real person and like we said with whole, the whole um when we listen to Sam for the Greets new track and her post about, you know, it's about coming home spiritually as well as physically. I feel like when I see some people who might be like, oh, I really want like a, a mixed race girl, like they're interesting, they're exotic. You have to be there. I feel like the right partner for me will understand my culture from mm-hmm. an intellectual perspective and from the yeah. spiritual side of it as to what it really means. Yeah. Not just that it looks interesting and you get some extra brownie points from yeah. your like thinking about what it really means to me and what kind of impact it's going to have yeah. on my day to day life, how it shapes my identity and stuff like that. Yeah. I feel like that's really important. I think that's so, what's yeah. missing. So, how do you feel that plays in now with the with the whole idea that black is back? So being a seasonal type thing i think that's completely missing i think that that's what what exactly what is not there is that deeper understanding like i was saying like mixed race babies grow up there are so many other factors Mm. towards it and around it it's not just a case of looking kind of interesting or being that flavor of the month kind of thing it's Mm. about what it means to be mixed race what it means to be black what it means to have this melanin i feel like there's a much bigger like cultural perspective to it that i'm so proud of and that i'm so keen to really tap into that that is just totally what is missing the appreciation for that is what is just not there like at all within that kind of tokenistic standards and within those tokenistic Mm. principles and preferences It's right though, because it's not like you're really just coming out there and just kind of meeting this person and being like, "Cool, this is someone that I can take home." But this isn't someone that you're going to take home for like a long, a long term thing. A lot of people just see it as kind of like, "I want to have this experience just now as my youth, and yeah. then like grow up later on and go do something else that like my parents would expect me to do." Yeah, mm-hmm. they just want to dabble. They just want to dip the toe dabs. Exactly. That's what that's what it is. Do you think? Do you think um, <clears throat> music has played a big part in that for like the past five years? Yeah, because I feel like... Because how we've seen it move, how we've seen hip-hop move into the top genre, basically. Yeah, I think what you were saying before about, you know, when you did have your top main guys being, like, mixed race, when you had your Drake, we spoke earlier, like, when you've got your chance and and people being obviously light-skinned, I think that that did have a very different impact on the kind of, Mm -hmm. like... I think for girls what they what they idealise and what they wanted because yeah if you look at hip hop and the progression of hip hop to become the most popular genre obviously you see then that hip hop has this kind of cool yeah. label around it and everyone's like well that's cool so obviously you're going to associate the people who are the biggest figureheads within that genre as being cool 
and those people are like at the minute they are people of color yeah so then you associate them with that coolness and you want to tap into that and you want to engage with it yeah but you're not realizing at the same time that yeah you're totally like making that just yeah. it's just a phase it's just like that's what's in yeah that's part of the cycle that's what that's, people yeah, are like feel, at the minute yeah i feel even just just not only the whole um, racial ambiguity, ambiguity type look as well, like just straight black people in general, all around, right now, I think through music has just become the new flair fetish, I think. It's like, like this big new... Yeah, like black people are commodity almost. Like mm. they, they sell easily. Like it's yeah. cooler to do something as black. It's easier to, to do things like that... Those, easier yeah. to step out of people's comfort zone yeah. if you're black. I always, I always look at those air freshers in the car. It's all black people, fam. Yeah. Like, you know the ones in the windscreen things? Every single one, Kanye, Kevin Hart, whatever. You I've never seen those. you never seen them? He has one no. in his car. It's a Chris Mine's Brown. Mine's a Ah, oh, what? But I'm telling you, like, every single one, like, all these actors and stuff is all mm. black people. And then the funniest thing, it actually just makes me laugh. Like, at my gym, you see, like, um, you'll see a whole bunch of them. And then it's all white girls. Oh, wow. Every single one. Like, every single one. Like, Eldon right, just cool. wants everyone listening at home to know he goes gym. <laughs> I'm swollen. Why is Jenna swinging at people today? What's happening? What's with you vexed? <laughs> Jenna's vexed, man. I don't know why. I don't know what happened. What happened, Jenna? Let us know what happened, Jenna. <laughs> that's nah, alright that's all good nothing um, yeah but that's how I feel I, yeah I just feel like I feel like music's made it to this point where black is definitely black uh, back um, yeah even and it just made it just makes it complicated to realise are you gonna identify or like realise that you may be tokenized just because it's the new season on thing or you just gonna go with it but even in terms of like the effect of that as well you're gonna see a lot of young black youth that aren't really they may not fit into that stereotype in their normal life they may not be like i don't really listen to like migos or like like anyone like that but then they're going to feel like they're forced to just to kind of fit in or to have people like them in that kind of way yeah Yeah. we we spoke about this about getting home and being able to be your true self and being like great i can turn (laughs) i can turn the drake off i can (laughs) no more post malone Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) No oh my day. No Yo, when Post Moment started, that was the worst. Why Iverson? Oh my that Every was the worst every day at school. Era, and everyone's like, oh, surely you know this. He's listening to hip hop. And I was oh, like, wow, but like, era. not this, man. As soon as you walked in, man. As oh, soon yeah. as you walked into a spot. Oh, yo, Post Malone, yeah. No, no bro. Stop. In dating, though, boys, have you ever felt like you've kind of been expected to prove your blackness? So, talking about those kind of artists that people are like, oh, you should know this, or like, ask so and so that and then ultimately like you're supposed to sort of carry the beacon for all emulate that yeah for all black people like okay i represent everybody now okay so i'm supposed to know this am i am i supposed to know that but you don't yeah see no i get no sometimes it's true because sometimes they'll be like oh cool have you listened to this album like it's got rapping on it like surely you'll like it right (laughs) and i'm like yeah but mm -mm." (laughs) uh-uh But then sometimes yeah, someone will surprise you, album. though. Yeah, and sometimes someone will surprise you, though, because they'll be like, they whip out the, oh, I know the whole lyrics to, to Nas. And I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. Like, this is insane. Like, it's a crazy jump, because sometimes you'll find someone has a genuine interest in hip-hop, but because of, like, past experiences, you'll kind of come, mm. there, come through it with, like, a grain of salt. You'll be like, 
yeah, oh this is right, sus cool, like well, what's next? cool but what's next and then you'll be like oh like this is a pleasant surprise but then on the other on the flip side of that there's always people that are just gonna come in with like oh i listen to like justin bieber's song with dj Khaled. i listen oh, to person yeah. malone oh i listen to eminem's album like and this was the most like that's the deepest you're gonna get into hip-hop because it's all just got white people are plays on the radio yeah. every second week like See, that's why I love Common so much because you see Common's lyrics are just so much. I'm just joking. I'm, joking. I'm not going with that today. I'm dissociating at the conversation. Like, I'm not going with the Common preach today. Don't worry. It's obvious that it's there. The whole stereotypes and how people view you as being this black stereotype. But I just I just choose not to play up to those stereotypes. That's just me. Just because. I, I don't listen to any of that music I don't watch those movies I don't go I don't go around those circles says the biggest Chris Brown fan okay alright was it ever why are you swinging why are but you like, swinging today why are you swinging today it's a wild swinging? thing today it's ridiculous she's got venom today I don't know it's why it's ridiculous no but no but like I'm saying like I don't, I don't I don't I'm not around this era so I can't even even to like fake being like that mm. typical black person I can't do it so I won't be able to but having that music that kind of like Migos outcast music being played in, in places that you might go out to with other people how do you feel like outcast do you feel like you have, no, outcast. Outcast. I see you Andre <laughs> hearing Hi. that like, like Migos Chris Brown Tiger yeah. vibe being played in the clubs how do you feel like oh do I have to play into this like dancer in the cl- in like the areas uh, I'm always gonna dance with Chris Brown that's just me that's definitely. I genuinely like that's just me. But I'm just saying that I'm. I don't like playing up to the stereotypes either way, though. I don't. Okay, cool. I'll be up for the Chris Brown track. But anything else, I'm not really here for that. Yeah, that's true. And you know. And you're not gonna find me the places that are gonna be played the Chris Brown, Migos, Drake, Migos, Cardi B. I'm not gonna be there. Yeah. But that's that's something that you know a lot of people just make sure that you remain true to yourself. However, you decide to. I move think it all relates back to our last ep of exactly. Homecoming. Come just home, being find com- yourself Being confident in who you are And your culture And where you've come from And I think that Moving forward in the dating world Will only help you Exactly Yeah and the more people Learn about other cultures And take a genuine interest In the different Cultural experiences Of all cultures The more progressive We will be able to be And the less These sorts of things mm. Will become an issue Hopefully that is what We can project Will be the case yeah. In the future but for now, boys, we will be back with some more tracks, but we are going to jump into Jumanji by B. Young. You guys are locked into Hot Sauce and you're on Sin. Stay tuned. What's up, guys? You are locked into Hot Sauce here on Sin with Jenna, Eldrin, and Dabs. Kill it, kill No, wait. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Ooh, yes, it was. Yes, it was. You remember back. Collect your receipts. Collect your receipts. This is my receipts. Where's my gold stars, Eldrin? Transfer. Nah, that wasn't a gold star. Tra- yes, it was. <laughs> nah, it was. I saw you Silver. vibing in the studio. Silver. Silver. Saw you vibing in the studio. I'll be there. You catch me. When my Spanish bag comes through, mm-hmm. Ah, it's alright. It's alright. The reggaeton. Tell the people, Dabs, what was that wonderful track that they just listened to? Uh, y'all just listened to Party Next Door by Tenny and Jumanji by B. Young. Boys, I wanted to chat to you about addressing particular stereotypes because we are talking about relationships today and we are talking about dating as a person of colour. We've gone through preferences, fetishes, the difference between the two. We've gone through tokenism, colorism. And we kind of landed on stereotypes, and that's how we've been for the past hot minute anyway. Mm-hmm. 
So I thought we'd address some specific stereotypes that I feel come to mind to people surrounding our community. So, obviously, I want to chat to you boys about this notion that all black men cheat. What is going on? Give me the tea. Tell me the lowdown. First of all, first of all, black men don't cheat. Oh, black men, we don't black cheat. Men don't cheat. No, nope. men don't cheat. Innocent man. Mm-hmm. We're innocent. We're just innocent. Everyone is innocent. Raised by God. The group chat is Bibles, scriptures, and yeah, Bible, Bible verses. Scriptures, man. Mm-hmm. Um, did you okay. catch my? Did you catch my verse I sent you? Yeah, bro. I told <laughs> yeah, you Matthew one verse one, bro. Exactly, cause that's the vibe was on this week. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, Heavenly Father, vibe by His name. So mm. if I check your group chat right now, boys, that's what's going down. Yes. Yes. Okay. You're you're full on like New Testament right God now. fearing <laughs> boys. We don't cheat, fam. Okay. No, we don't cheat. That's the wrong stereotype. That's definitely it. We Where don't do cheat. Where do you think this stereotype comes from then? Because you guys are just obviously like you must have no clue, <laughs> no association with it whatsoever. But where do we it, think we've kind of how do you think we've arrived at the stereotype then? I feel like What's it's the word? It's, all right. it's kind of people kind of looking from an outside in perspective. Like you know when like movies and TVs have brought up the whole like Exotic. 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 Okay. That was the word. Exotic. No, because people view you as being exotic and they're like, oh, you exotic, you wild, you're on that type of thing. You know what I mean? Ah, oh, yeah, exactly. But I also feel like it's kind of the whole movie, TV thing where they're kind of bringing the whole baby daddy, baby mommy thing. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. you never re- you never refer to, like, white people and their kind of relationships as a baby mama, baby daddy relationship. Some people, some people do. Some people do? Okay. Yeah. Okay. It but ties in with like... the whole side chick thing and, like, main chick. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, well. But yeah, I feel... No. I feel like a lot of the stereotypes regarding people of color and our community a lot of them stem out of the u.s and they stem out of very particular places in the u.s yeah and we spoke about generalization yeah Yeah. we spoke about generalization we spoke about like painting everyone with the same brush yeah it seems crazy that that might very well be the case within those communities i don't know anyone like from our community back at home in the UK maybe I'm just mixing with the right people mm-hmm. but I don't know any of them that have like side chicks or like would would behave in that kind of way but maybe because that's how we perceive a certain community yeah. from the US we kind of paint that picture that that is like all of our community across the whole world yeah. everybody be wilding out everybody got six baby mamas <laughs> and all this going on but that's not really the case I definitely tie, it definitely links to the baby mama mm. side chick type thing. It's like the media as well with anything. With anything when you really look at where we get our ideas from, how we internalize perceptions and beliefs. We spoke about music and the impact music can have. Well, music is a form of media. Yeah. So, you can see that with hip hop becoming so popular, with the likes of reality TV and yeah, stuff like right. that that is totally constructed. That I think that the media that we are receiving definitely plays into that stereotype. But also some some of our brothers just really aren't helping the situation. It's really like mad at I here definitely feel music I definitely feel the current music has a big impact on that as well. Yeah, there's certain music like 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 Future for example, I remember there was a big discussion on Twitter where oh, it, like he's, he's kind of promoting man. the whole like toxic masculinity kind of thing. But it's kind of in a way that you won't really notice it unless you're kinda of, like really deep in the lyrics of future. Which mm-hmm. shout out to you if you are because congratulations fam. But deeping future <coughs> lyrics. Deeping future lyrics because those kind of paint man in a light and it's like they kind of t- paint it with the brush of like emotional man music. Yeah. Where they're kind of like, yeah, you can listen to this, but when you go and move in the streets, like you're going to be moving on a kind of wave because you've been listening to this kind of music. Like it kind of hypes you up to kind of act in a way that's mad. Like, yeah, yeah, I get you. Mm-hmm. But especially in my own personal experience as well, like my cousins, 
when they come down they'll be like yo like you gotta talk to this girl and you gotta talk to this girl you gotta have options and like the whole idea of options right, NSG <laughs> oh, calm down I'm not having I'm yeah, not moving like that neck. But, yo <laughs> Playing I said like my Anthony cousin Joshua and you're like oh, okay. <laughs> yeah but he's like he really like perpetuating the idea of like options like and I think it's like he's like, yeah, cool, like one one girl, two girl, three girl, four girl. And it's like, nah, if you're only talking to one girl, you're really not having that kind of like. It doesn't make you look Exploring. like that man if yeah. you only oh, talk to one girl. Hinge. It kind of makes you look like soft or like yeah. you don't have the attention from the girls. No, dude, I think I feel like that's across all, yeah, all races really. Yeah, with the whole guy talking to many girls. Well, speaking of NSG and that track options. Like, I really like that track, and then I did kind of deep it, and it is just about, like, keeping options and, like, a girl being upset, being like, oh, like, you don't call me, and all this, and him being like, oh, don't worry, like, I'll be back in the morning, like, I'm busy now with, like, a different, like, you're an option to me. And it's kind of like, well, can you blame them for making music like that? It's like, you look at Octavian and you look at Bet, how successful that track was, but at the same time, you listen to those lyrics as well, and you're like, okay, well, what is this wider picture that we're sending about our community? Mm-hmm. And can we really blame them for making music like that? Because we spoke last week about, you know, the money behind it and whether, like, people... whether Or when we spoke about cancel culture and the impact that youth have, can we blame people for wanting to get their bag and, like, and go with music, mm-hmm. not really thinking about the wider message that it sends? Yeah. So do you think that those kind of people are to blame for putting out that kind of music? No. Or do you think quite rightfully they realise that that is unfortunately it what sells? sells and I mean, yeah, if it's a market, if it's a market of the day, obviously then that's resonating with a lot of people. If it's making, if the tracks are making, if they're hit and they're making that much waves, then obviously there's, there's a ton of people that reflect mm-hmm. that, identify with that. So you can't really pin it on the one guy that he's yeah. he's he's just talking about. But it's now. becoming more, and we talked about you know legitimating stereotypes and supporting stereotypes, and you realise that yeah. the more people we have making this music that portrays our community in that certain light, yeah. the more the stereotype yeah. will be upheld. Exactly. And it's like when I said when we're talking about council culture, and that when our morals are being crossed. Yeah with our taste and what we like and what we enjoy it's kind of like well with that kind of music yes that is what sells but when you think about what is best for our community and trying to get our community to excel and take the next step it's definitely um, is it purely financial or do we just look at the morals behind it or not at all within the community as well there's levels to that as well because when for me when my cousins come down they're like oh cool listen to future listen to who else they'll listen to trap music and listen to all of this listen to Migos and then they'll be like if you listen to like Chris Brown if you listen to like um, like the 90s R&B artist they'll be like that's light skin music bro you can't listen to light skin music bro you can't be out here in your feelings like yeah. you listen to Drake oh nah what light skin what did Eldrin say light skins aim for your heart we don't they don't catch hands they catch feelings yeah, we, yeah. Oh, okay. nah that's true though but I definitely feel like what we were talking earlier I think that it falls under being culturally um, irresponsible where you you perpetuate the negative stereotypes through music or your art or whatever. But, I mean, at the end of the day, there's a demographic that's, e- that's exactly. there for it. And I think that the demographic is expanding as well. It's mm. not just like, oh, um, you singing or you, 
you your song is targeted to black people or people of color. It's so massive right now that I'd, I'd, there'd be an argument there's more white people fighting for the stuff and exactly. listening to the stuff than there is people of color. So I think it's just that it falls on us as again because you get painted with that one brush. It's like, oh, he's a rapper, he's black, all right, he's talking to you guys. That's your guys' thing. But I feel like it's also coming through with the idea that we've spoken through before with like um, black being back and black being more of a commodity. Like a lot of people want to feel hip hop now is more selling the idea of feeling black so when a lot of people that aren't black listen to that music they're like oh cool this is what it must feel like to be black and i can see the whole movement of black people kind of away from that kind of music there's a majority of us that listen to more reggaeton music more afro beats kind of stuff and we're kind of making the move now as youth to listen to more of that because it makes us feel more connected to our culture it definitely yeah so I, i definitely i definitely think that in my, in my opinion, I think that the painting everyone with the one brush falls into that category. So everyone's like, ah, oh, for example, Future talks about him moving mad as a guy out here. Mm-hmm. So all black people, all black men are cheaters. All black men are doing wild things. And it just falls down to that painting everyone with the one brush. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Ooh. We will get on to more, boys. We'll have more chats, more discussions. And we'll have to get on to our roundup very soon. Because we're coming to a close, we're coming mm. to an end, but not just yet. We're going to jump into another track. Up next, we have Melanin, another very fitting song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Own, own your pick. Whose pick is this? This is mine. Yeah, that was mine. This is mine. Dabs. We're in Dabs. Is Dabs is land is right now. <laughs> well, Dabs. You're going to give him a gold star after these three. Hold on. <laughs> okay. Hold on. Give it the introduction it deserves. Dad. This is Melanin by Salty Soul and Potterine King. You guys are locked into Hot Sauce on Sin. When a good girl gone bad, what you gonna do? Run, go meet a dad. You don't wanna do. What is this out is all? Oh yeah. Girl, you got a Listening to the hot sauce on Sin with your host Dabs, Eldrin, and Jenna. You just listened to Problem by Ricardo Banks, Plantinships. One of my bag. You're in my bag. You're in my bag. I'm in your bag. I'm, I'm giving it to you, man. Plantinges by R2Bs, Melanin by Saudi Soul and Pataran King, and there will be more. There'll be more for you coming up. But today we've had a big theme. Today we've we've been talking man, about. It's been a vibe in the mm-hmm. studio tonight, man. We've been talking about what it's like to date while black. What it's like the experiences yeah. of our cultures clashing with other people's. You know, mm-hmm. what it's like being in that kind token. of environment. Mm-hmm. What it's like I to be a token. token. Um, Black, Whether you want to go into black. that kind of idea of being the token, being that kind of person that yeah. can be, yeah, basically where you play around. to those stereotypes, yeah, exactly. you won't play to those stereotypes, and then black is back. So meaning that it's it's, it's we in season, man, we in season. Exactly, and also it's the kind of for us right now. the kind of obstacles that we face, being like being black and dating as well. So cultural, what it's like to interact with the parents of people that maybe aren't from our culture as well, mm-hmm. and what it's like to kind of have them take a foot into our culture and really kind of not see it from the perspective that media puts out and really deep it from the level that we are as someone that you know they're they're dating right yeah yeah and we talked about whether we can really blame people who within the music industry realize what sells and realize the perception of blackness that sells and incorporate that within their music Mm. and we talked about you know the progressions for the future where that kind of stuff is going to take us and yeah whether whether people should stop doing that or whether they're quite right for just getting Mm. their bag yeah 
<clears throat> I, I had specifically with that. I watched um Dave Chappelle show. Dave Chappelle show, yeah. Um, and he <laughs> <watched> <laughs> Dave Chappelle show. Dave Chappelle show. But anyways, when he went to Africa and he just left like seventy something yeah. million dollars. Um, but one of the key things that he said he felt the show was um, being culturally ir- irresponsible, and I think that's what you can link to a lot of these people that are doing right now through hip hop and stuff, and where it's like, okay, you're getting your bag. But the really ideas, yeah, the ideas that you, the yeah, the ideas that you're putting out there are pretty. They're wild, man. Mm-hmm. Like they're not, they're not conducive. And they're they're us. perpetuating a stereotype of oh, us man, that really, like, not words, all man. of us are like. <laughs> it's not conducive. You're perpetuating a bad stereotype. Did I say that? Did yeah. I say that? Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. This is the exam revision coming through. <laughs> <laughs> I've been reading too many ready, books, man. fam. I'm telling you, I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready for the season coming up. These long answer questions, they're coming through. <laughs> when the exam sees, oh, yo, this is, what's his student number? What's his name? And Dab isn't there? Ah, boom. There's no way he's saying these words. Open it up. Conducive. Done. <laughs> <laughs> but to really wrap things up, boys, and to really kind of tie everything together, what are the last few messages that we want to hit home with, that we want to send people away with, and um, that we really feel summarizes the discussion that we've been having today? Sadly, I don't have any gems to drop today. Don't have any gems. You're out of gems. You're I'm all out, out, I'm of, out gems. of gems. today. Look Going down you can tell people to cough into their elbows again if you want. <laughs> Because it's no, a season. I think the biggest takeaway would be in date while well, dating as people of color is to acknowledge or be aware of the fact that we you are t- they are you possibly could be a token, but um <clears throat> basically you have three paths basically. Acknowledge whether you're being tokenized or whatever. Be oblivious to all of these things that are happening or to completely um, acknowledge it and go the other way. Um, not playing to any stereotypes. Are you playing to? Yeah, I think it's just to be aware because also don't think, okay, well, if somebody who's not within your culture shows you interest, don't instantly think, oh, my God, like, I'm being tokenized. Oh, no, you're not. They might just genuinely think you're cool. Mm -hmm. So don't be, like, worried about all that kind of stuff. I think the more that you are aware of your own sense of self, like, exactly what you're about, Mm -hmm. what your culture is, you will soon understand. Like, you will see the people who are just choosing you for a token and the people who are just genuinely interested in you Mm -hmm. they might think your culture is really interesting as well and fantastic absolutely wonderful but the more that you're aware of these things and you sort of know how to approach them and you know the correct attention to receive and to play up to the better but definitely if you can try not to perpetuate the stereotypes Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. You aren't helping the bigger team out here. Exactly. Realness attracts realness. And if you're real, the real ones will come. And the real ones will stay, man. Realize, Mm -hmm. realize, realize. Okay, Jaden Smith. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking more feel fresh, but okay. Aight. Hit us with the next track, Jenna. Or the last track of the night. Hey, before that, man. Plug the social. Let them know where they can find us and when. Check out our Instagram at the hottest source. Send us a DM, you know. Tell us about your experience. Still waiting on a playlist. Yeah, send Jenna her playlist, fam. What do you? Man, them are moving week up. Playlist too. So we spoke about relationships. We spoke about you know what it's like. If the the romantics that are still out there, send me a playlist. I'm Mm -hmm. waiting for it. Mm -hmm. I want one as well. If you want like a tokenized light skin one, I'm cool with it. (laughs) 
I'm cool with Chris it. Brown what did you learn from this Elder? Nothing. I just learned nothing. <laughs> I'm cool with it. <laughs> just, I'm here nothing. for the tunes, man. I'm here for the music. You're here for the tunes, I'm here for the music. Okay, then. Well, up next is What Do You Mean by Skepta and Jay Huss. You guys have been locked into Hot Sauce. Join us next week, the exact same place, the exact same time, for another fantastic episode. that's it from us this week thank you for tuning in to the hot sauce podcast if you want to catch any more of us tune in live every thursday from 10 p.m till 1 a.m on sin okay see you later bye-bye